hey, I'm Wash. I'm not the DM. I play Jebediah Peppermint. He's a little mole folk that spits fire and fires spit. <laughs> who are who are you, Jake? Me, I'm Jake. Um, I I play Alan uh, Woodrear, who is the Azamar Barbarian Artificer. Uh, he does not spit fire or fire spit. Hello, I am Matt, and I play the character Vaughn. He is a rogue changeling. He's going through some uh, very important times in his life right now and uh, does not spit fire. Hello, I am Trevor. I am also not the DM, nor do I spit fire or fire spit. Uh, just get that out of the way right now. I play Zothkug, the orc cleric, who is uh, gray, um, no longer a pacifist. Back to you, Watch. Amazing. So, the big question on the docket tonight, or like the first question, actually, because we actually have a docket tonight. We got a docket, guys. Whoa. Whoa. Can you believe it? It's also very well formatted. I appreciate that. Oh, you like that? I mm-hmm. used a Google template. I know, but it's still nice. <laughs> no plain text files here, guys. <laughs> None of that. None. How has your character changed since the end of season one? Since since the, the delve below Tumbleweb and the encounter on the big massive treasure hoard in the center of the Aboleth's lair and the showdown with all of the the robots and the cipher trucks and the shenanigans of Fox trying to impersonate his way out of everything how uh, how's your how's your character's been feeling uh Zothka, let's start with you I, like like during that that 8 month Seven, eight month—I don't remember what it was. That that month's time period between then and now. What's been uh, what's been going through uh, what's been going through Zoth's mind? <clears throat> so, um, right after the finale, you know, it was a big relief. He just wanted to, you know, vibe, relax, chill, cool down. Um, then there was a lot of like pressure, like being in hiding and secret and stuff. And we haven't really gone into detail about that. But then there was the sort of coming back to it all and encountering you know um the the one knight who was just so open about about killing especially someone who like was restrained and unable to do anything at the time so i think that was like a very big personal moment for him and um i guess the party too but but for him mostly just because it you know the way he is and so him having his little solo adventure um certainly uh certainly uh changed his perspective i think he still uh he still wants to you know only use it as a last resort but he will if, if he has to but he'll still like try and not to because it's still like like he still feels the same way but he's less like no violence but like has accepted that it it needs to happen and that he it will happen if he absolutely has to but it's still just a last resort right now he's maybe a bit more pragmatic about it like Mm. he still has convictions but he knows that like okay in in dire circumstances sometimes exceptions must be made kind of thing exactly like Mm. in the the last fight we did you know he still was trying to just restrain them so i i do want to add this um when you introduce yourself, right, in yeah. our 
little intro there. I think I think one of the most intimidating things you can say is no longer a pacifist, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah, if a character who like previously was dedicated to being a pacifist somehow like has a reason to not be a pacifist anymore, no. they're probably the most dangerous character. Maybe going from <laughs> a pacifist to just being pacifistic. You know, it's mm, it's yeah. one thing to to acknowledge that the death of another might be the best decision in a scenario and that you know i i am taking a vow of non-violence or something you know there's there's a difference between that yeah and i would imagine it's still a struggle right yeah for sure um he's you know he's still learning and growing and it'll it'll be a journey i imagine probably like following the story by the end of it he'll probably like i don't know like the end of the arc or end of the story i don't know how long how quickly this will progress but he'll probably get to somewhere that's closer to like where you guys are at in terms of using combat um i hope not zoth is so pure i want him to stay pure forever but we'll see we'll see what happens i just imagine that the stakes will continually increase and he will need he will be put in the position where he needs to more often. I gotta say, um, it feels like Zoth's like had a really huge growth at the beginning of the season. Yeah, too. it's right on his back. It's so huge and yeah, and gross. <laughs> that big, gro- it's called, that yeah. big growth. Can we go see a medical doctor about that? Like, <laughs> um, I, I I have to say, I feel like Fox has not changed a lot. Um. So there are some interesting changes. So like definitely throughout season one, right? Fox went through a lot of uh, maturing, right? Um, when it came to certain things, um, kind of learning how things work and whatnot. But he's still like, I think it, even in season two, he's still stuck in his head. Like everything's going to be all right, right? You know, when you're young and you've got that mentality of like, I'll never die. You know, accidents happen, but they don't happen to me, right? Yeah. Um, I think Fox has that mentality right now. Okay. And I think that's kind of stunted his growth. Um, like you said, when he, you know, tries to get out of everything by, you know, through deception or uh, by pretending to be someone else. Um, he, he's still doing that. First thing that happened in season two. <laughs> Was he immediately tried to impersonate somebody to get inside a castle? So um, he's he's still doing it, um, and I, I think he's he's having a hard time adjusting to the scale of what's going on. Sure, you know he's 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 definitely got attached, but yeah, like Jeb, he's like yeah, Jeb's like a good figure to look up to. And and Alan's like, Alan's a smart guy. I'll go to him when I need smart things done. And Zoth, well, he's there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely think, uh, I don't think he would ever admit it out loud. Um, or perhaps he would in the right scenarios. But uh, Fox has definitely grown to appreciate Zoth for what he is. And, you know, respect his beliefs a bit. Um, especially because he's kind of forced to with the whole idea that we're, you know, going to save the avatars. And it's just like, well, I, I guess I am doing a religious thing in a sense by saving <laughs> the gods, you know, and the avatars. I think Zoth probably knows how much Fox actually values him, but again, they won't ever talk about it. Alan, uh, I think has over the course of like the in-between time from the last season to this season has gotten to like 
focus more on who he is and like almost like finding the part of himself that was like what he wanted to do before all the chaos happened with the tower and the library falling and him becoming a soldier. Cause like that was something he did cause he felt like he had to do. Um, but before that he was wanting to be like more of that tinkerer, that scientist, that artificer, you know, that's what his passion was. And so in this time in between right. where it's like, okay, my passion can be used to like be a utility to this team um and like utility based yeah and like uh and like helping uh jeb with like his like creating his new gun and stuff like that and um learning a lot from elaine mollusk that mentorship was like really helpful in the off season for him to like find his old self again and kind of what i was saying was like you know like at the, in the first season he looks like this imposing barbarian that then when you get to know him you see that he's like nerdy and intelligent and like wants to use his brain more than his muscles but um what's cool i think about his progression off season into this season is that now he feels more comfortable just visually showing that where it's just like i don't have to be a soldier anymore i can like wear these thick glasses that help me do my tinkering and wear this big tool belt that has all my tools that'll help me make all these gadgets and gizmos um and so, yeah, I think it's all, and in a way, he's, like, being comfortable with his old self and, like, growing back into that, which is great. So, yeah, that's where Alan's at. And you know what? We saved the best for last, you know? Like, tell, tell me about Jeb. Jebediah. How has Jeb changed? Well, uh, you know, originally, he was, he was, like, a bit of a fish out of water, you know, stranger in a strange land type thing. And then he ended up going home and kind of getting back in touch with his roots. We we learned a little bit about his backstory and like that whole thing that went down between him and his wife and his daughter dying and him just kind of like wanting to run away from everything and just find something to bury himself in and forget about the past, you know, something to kind of like dump himself into. And uh, and that's kind of like what it was for a while. It was like, hey, I found out this new spell. Hey, you know, we're going on an adventure with these cool guys that will protect me and keep me from dying while I figure this stuff out. Um for, for like a long while but then when he found out that magic being gone it was like you know I think we talked about it this a little bit but like magic's gone and yeah that's a bummer but you know there's ciphers now and so it's kind of coming back and you know that it's like the life is kind of finding a way but then we find out when he found out that the weave was gone and that was keeping souls his daughter potentially from uh, moving on to the afterlife. Wait, when exactly did, is, did he lose her? Was that before or after the magic went out? That was after. Yeah, that was after. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's like, before it was like, yeah, that sucks that magic's gone, you know, and like, I've got mine, and, you know, I'm cool with helping people, you know, get ciphers and stuff like that. It's like, it would be nice to bring magic back to the world, but like, he didn't have a moral imperative. Now he's like, my daughter's soul might be in endless torment floating around the world. I don't even know what happens. Or she might just vanish from existence. He's he's very highly motivated now to... Figure it out. Uh, yeah, to do something. Um, I, I had the idea. It was uh, a while ago about... It, it was before we moved on. But the story kind of just kept moving so i didn't want to like sidetrack us again 
but I kind of had the idea that he wanted to go to her grave site mm-hmm. um, and visit her grave because he has a portable weed no. in the rod, mm. and maybe he could like secure her future um, by like like maybe if he he's not sure how it works, but maybe if he like activated the rod there and her soul was nearby, that he could at least help her move on. Yeah, and he's kind of currently operating under the under the presumption that if things, if people die, he's adamantly, adamantly particular about making sure that the rod is out and that it's near, it is nearby so that if we have to kill somebody or somebody dies, that their soul does not get destroyed if that's what happens. Yeah. Like, he's, he's okay with, with killing people that are, that are, you know, evil and deserving of death. He's not about wiping somebody's soul out of existence and like just annihilating them. And yeah, that's. I think we have some clues yeah. into this though, because in the Abolith fight, we found all those um, trap souls basically that just sort of lingered where they died in the Abolith area. I don't think they get destroyed. That's actually a really good observation. I didn't think about that. I was like, oh, they were just like ghosts, but yeah, like if they can't move on because of the lack of a weave. Josh, did you plan that, or is that an unlikely consequence? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I'm going to say. I I was to say. I think no matter whether he planned it or not, he's going to say he planned it because it's good to take credit for that. <laughs> yep. So, like, I don't think they just poof disappear without something acting on them in a way that would cause them to. And I don't know what that could be, but like, if someone sure. dies, then I think based on what we've seen so far, that their soul sort of just lingers. I don't know if they can leave the spot they died at. I don't. That know. is an interesting thing to think about. Well, that moves us from this part of character check-in from how do to cards with wash. Whoa. Whoa. I need you guys. I need, I need, I need somebody to roll a D four D four. First off. I got yep, you. And the rest of you guys pull out. Well, actually, all of you guys pull out of a D20 and one of you guys pull out a D4. Ba, 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 ba. I'm losing it. I got a five on. A all right. D20. I got a one. I got a three on a D20. D20. Hang on yeah. to your D20 roll. You got a one. So, um, Owlin, we're going to go with you first. Okay. This is I actually have these bound to uh, tarot cards. Oh. This is a uh, it's not tarot cards specific but it's like they're they're like thought-provoking character questions and they are loosely tied to like the themes that are on cards cool um so there's 21 cards i'm just going to cap it at 20 and say roll a d20 because that's easier than you Mm -hmm. trying to reach through the screen and break my uh obs setup to pull a card you know so you want me to roll yeah roll you at that d20 and and tell me what you get i only got a four a four all right, now please answer this as okay. Owlin would answer okay. this. Ah. Ooh. What do you think is the most important ability trait which must be found in a successful king? Hmm. Now, I can leave this open-ended, hmm. and if you have, have trouble answering that question for Owlin, there are three like recommended answers that you could choose from. But I w- will initially leave it open-ended if, you, if like something comes to mind. I believe that a king should first and foremost be rational and intelligent. Um, I believe that they must not be prone to um, emotional decisions or decisions that are made in too much haste, but must also be able to be decisive when called upon, but decisive in a calculating way that 
shows that the king is or the ruler is prepared for the mm. situation at hand. So would that be like a philosopher king? Perhaps. Um, either a philosopher king or a strategist king, if that mm. makes sense. But obviously not in the way of, um, you know, scheming to gain power, but more uh, prepared and rational when, yeah. Wise. Pre- prepared. Yes, exactly. Um, that's that's what I would value in a ruler. Follow-up question to that. Would Owlin ever desire to be king? Ooh. I would not desire... I, d- I personally... I don't think I would. Um... I don't. I don't think that that would be necessarily a good use of my time. I think I would be better help to the world um, if I were left to a lab or left to, um, you know, traveling to research. Um, and I don't know if I would. Perhaps I. I could see myself as an advisor to a, to a king, if that makes sense. Um, but I. I but he I doesn't do not, desire the throne. No, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I don't, I don't think I would be as of use in that situation. Amazing. Um, that means he gets it. Fox, go ahead and roll that dice again and re-roll it if it's a one. Sure. I got a three. Sorry, I'm rolling a D8 because I can't find my D4. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> um, you're up next. Go ahead and roll a D20 and let's see what you get. Ooh. Oh boy. Ooh, Belly Savalas. He who rules least rules best. Mm. Ooh, that's that kind of reminds me a little bit of like the Roman idea of conquering. Where they would just kind of let the people they conquered rule. Anyway, sorry, tangent. <laughs> I rolled an eight. An eight. You drew the strength card. Oh, and by the way, Owlin, that was the Emperor card. That you oh, drew. interesting. Ooh. Um so Fox. What do you think is the most important thing to remember when walking the path of a warrior? Well, this is a weird one for Fox. So, so should Fox find himself in, in the employ of, of some, some troop and right. need to walk in the path of the warrior? Or if he's thinking about Owlin having to walk the path of the warrior, how would he advise him? Like, like what is the most important thing to remember? Sure. If one walks the path of the warrior. While Fox may not walk the path of a warrior, I'm it's it's not hard to assume that he can imagine um what a good warrior, you know, someone who walks that path would do. Um and what advice he would need. So I I, I think and you're asking like what advice I should give or what's what important. do you think is the most important thing to remember right. to right. keep in mind? So so the examples are Justice? No, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, okay, okay. I, I will take no freebies. Okay, okay. I I think um, a good warrior has a strong sense of morality. I think a warrior um, has already given themselves to violence, right? Mm. He, he, he is a carrier of violence. Um, and has to use that correctly. And I think there are correct times to use violence, but I also think it's most important for that warrior to use it at the correct times. You know, 
you you don't use it because someone told you to you use it because you know that's what you think is best right Mm -hmm. you trust your commander not because your commander told you you know i think that's what makes a good warrior nice as fox would say (laughs) <laughs> all right somebody uh give me a, even an odd if it's even uh we'll go with uh zoth and if it's odd we'll go with uh, jeb it's even so i will draw a card for myself why do you get to draw a card and got him why can't okay. i reach through my webcam and grab it from you fortune <laughs> card it is sometimes said that victory is only luck what do you think luck is this is kind of poetic for jeb yeah this works he's... for jeb um, oh yeah, yeah. Because Jeb's mo is uh, it's always worked before. Why should it stop now? You know, like like it's it it's broke, never not worked. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think I think that Jeb, when he thinks of luck, he thinks that he thinks that luck is something that you create. Like that, there that there is definitely, um. There is definitely randomness. Uh, I don't. I don't think he believes in in a force of luck, per se. Uh, but if one is ready and prepared, that you will find yourself in more fortunate situations than less, because you are able to take advantage of the situation. So it's almost kind of like you you create your own luck um, by being. A, ready willing and able and i think that kind of open-minded yeah and i think that kind of lends to to his like him being a uh a wizard where he uh he, he's always thinking about a million options you know, like like what are the options right now like holding on to this holding on to that um so if the situation turns to one side or the other and i think that he can be ready and i, and I think that that can come across as He's a very lucky individual, but it's because he's an opportunist and he he takes advantage of every possible situation that he and that, I think that also kind of kind of blends into his time magic a bit too. Like he's probably Doctor Stranging this a little bit at times, <laughs> you know. Um, so I think someone who games the system of luck that much probably doesn't believe that it exists. <laughs> I, I do want to say, I, I want to add a follow-up question to that. Ooh. Um, do you think that this has influenced his gambling addiction? Or vice versa? Has the gambling addiction influenced this perspective? Like, has he just been so good at cards because he can predict? Like, he's one of those people who's counting the cards. So, right? I think that his gambling hasn't really come up in game very much, but sure. I believe his past with ga- his past with gambling has made him more amicable to risk the odds being against him. Like, like I, I believe he's I, I think he's more willing to take risks because he has like opened himself up to the possibility of loss and because of loss due to his like gambling, like, like he's aware of that right. of the, of the mechanics of that. And so he's kind of o- opened himself up to it. Um, but I don't think that I don't, I don't think that the, uh, that, that, yeah, I think it's that way. I don't think it's the other way around. Okay. I, I just thought that was like a good, cause it, it kind of like luck and gambling kind of go hand in hand. And I know we haven't touched on that a lot, 
but you know it's, it's like risk and all that you know yeah yeah absolutely i mean he's all about risk mitigation but uh you know he's also about maximizing opportunity zoth yes uh, let me roll for me my guy uh 19 Ooh, i was hoping you'd roll high does the higher numbers are more difficult questions <laughs> i just know there's more stuff like some stuff towards the end you pulled the sun card Ooh. after a long and difficult battle zoth your army has finally achieved victory what do you credit your victory to Ooh. is this from the perspective of like leading the army well, is, this says, after a long and difficult battle, your army, your army has finally okay. achieved victory. But what do you credit your victory to? Uh, e that's, this one's easy for Zoth, the soldiers. Um, I think he, he, he understands sort of the idea of, like, group effort and teamwork. And so, like, that's without a doubt, like... Uh, you know all the praise he's praising the soldiers like for 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 the victory because like they they did a lot of the pretty much most of the work you know obviously he as as i don't i don't i don't see zoth as like a, a general or like an army leader but like if he ever found himself like he just just uh yeah i i don't know what else to say about it <laughs> it's you know the little people clap for the little people i'm sorry i'm getting like that like office mentality of like the ceo <laughs> walks in in his ferrari and he's just he's like, like it's you guys <laughs> it's, it's you guys, guys who it's carry this guys. company <laughs> well well and zoth is like you guys are doing all the fight and i'm just keeping you alive you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah Z zoth is that guy but actually means it like yeah. he's like <laughs> oh like, yeah it's you, he's like it's you guys but he's like literally like it's actually you guys and i literally believe that and i kind of wish i wasn't in this situation and it was just you guys or no one was in this situation <laughs> yeah for sure nice Nice. Do you guys want to pull another card, or do you want oh, to yeah. uh, move Absolutely. on to the next section? You know what? I let's go in. Uh, do we want to go in the same order? Or do we yeah, want let's to do the same order if you guys want sure. to do it again or reverse right. order? Whoa! Well, that's uh, Whoa. calm down there, boy. Right. I can't think that. <laughs> I can't think that hard. I got a fifteen. Fifteen. All right. 13, 14, yeah. What modifiers 15. do we use, Ooh. by the way? <laughs> <laughs> you pulled the devil card. Oh, oh. no, Owlin. Think about this situation that would have gotten you into into this situation as well. When you, when you come up with your answer, a demon you have called forth has demanded your most dear possession instead of granting you a wish. What does it demand? Hmm. My most dear possession. And then, how would what situation would Alan need to be in order to summon a demon? Yeah. Oh gosh. That is really tough. Um, like, say, say for instance, um, you found a genie in a bottle, uh -huh. and you're like, oh, this thing's going to grant me a wish. And so you summon it forth, and instead of granting you a wish, it demands of you your most dear possession. Yeah. What is it demanding? I don't, I don't know if Owlin is, like, a possession guy i guess right now his most dear possession because like possession implies a material thing i would think it Friendship. could be immaterial it's like <laughs> i think the thing that like because if it was like 
if it was just like it demands the thing you you hold most dear, mm-hmm. then I think that would be like his friends. Aww. Like he 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 he's like very he very much values the group that he's with now. Um, but I think as far as possessions goes, it would probably take Alan's glasses now that he has them as a spell focus. Um, because they kind of symbolize that outward change of like that in like it's like the outward symbolism of that inward change of him feeling like he's able to like play to his strengths and be who he really is instead of being what he feels like he has to be. So I think that would probably be it. Um, and he wouldn't he he wouldn't like that because then he'd have to build new ones. <laughs> Zoth, um, Zoth and Alan will really vibe once they have a heart to heart. I think so. I think you're right. Um, couple of big softies yeah 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 and we're going but, through like a similar thing yeah hmm. exactly um but yeah i think that's what i think that's what it would take all right fox all right let's see what we got ladies and gentlemen we have a nat 20 ladies nice. and gentlemen. natural 20. We have a nat 20 the first one and the last one all right i'm gonna let you choose between 20 and 21 Ooh. oh okay uh, you know what? I'm gonna go outside of of the realm of D20s and go for that 21. I, and I do want to say, these metal die that Josh gave to me as a present have never failed me. All right. Oh, okay. I, every time we play D and D, I'm using these die, and you know why. All right, you've seen me roll high rolls with these <laughs> and low rolls. Uh, we don't talk about those. <laughs> you drew the world card. <gasps> the world. You drew the world card. The night before a battle, you drink a parting toast with your comrades. How full is your glass? <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, I like it. It's very poetic. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the last night I'm going to see my comrades, right? Potentially. Like, it's the night before your battle. And right. you guys are, you know, you're, you're psyching yourselves up for tomorrow. You're having some, you know, revels and whatnot. Um, and, and, and there's a, a toast, a parting toast before you go back to your tent and they go to their tents before you're going to go into battle in the morning. It's really hard not to mix Fox and what my answer would be. <laughs> um, I think so, they're the same. <laughs> yeah, they, they are. I, I, in this regard, I feel like I, I project a bit onto Fox. Um, that confirmed changeling. I know. <laughs> his hair is already black again who told you who told you um, and, um, but no it, it's definitely uh, a full glass I, I definitely think uh, especially more romantically right um, not like you know romance but like just romantically yeah. that, um, you would have a full glass because I think I, I would envision my friends the ones I've gathered around me Jeb, Alan and and Zoth, right? We've been through thick and thin already. We've been through a lot, and you know, if this was like, if we had the moment of like tomorrow will be the day we don't know if we come back alive, and we have a moment of rest, Foxwood would one hundred percent have a drink with everyone, full glass, and toast off with that because you know. You got to celebrate these things, okay? You know, okay. These so you're are coming at it from that angle, right? These are, you know, you have achieved something great in life when you have formed a band of of people 
that you can trust. That's an achievement. And if you're about to lose it, then you better celebrate it before you do. Yeah. Mm. You know, you don't know if you'll have it tomorrow. And if you know tomorrow is going to be risky, you take advantage of that today. You celebrate it today. He's going to have a full roll of Apple Cats, too. (laughs) 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 Just make sure yeah is in present. Yeah, we need you to turn around. Just uh, don't worry. Don't worry about it. Why are you guys behind the captain's tent? We're celebrating out here. Does the captain have his fire on? Like, like, it's a lot of smoke. He should tell him to stop burning uh, wet wood. You know. All right, I rolled a nineteen, but we've already pulled that card, so we'll do another one. Let's do nine. Nine. Do the hermit card, man. This is kind of on brand for Jeb. It's almost like tarot cards are designed to be to like to fit tons of situations Whoa, and let you fill in the gaps. Why? OMG. And not actually are prophetic. After a difficult battle, <laughs> there's a lot of like battle analogies in here, but after a difficult battle, the armor the army you led was unfortunately defeated. Oh no. What was the hmm. cause of your defeat? Ooh. Hmm. That's uh that's almost like should I should I ask these things? when I'm doing interviews for people, like <laughs> I feel like, no, cause that's actually a really good question Yeah, because you, then they have to analyze a weakness in themselves. Right. Yeah. They get to fill I the gaps. I hate that question though. But this is but better like, than name a weakness. I think <laughs> your army has been defeated in battle. If How I'm, come? If I'm going to be honest with Jeb, it's probably because of his pride. He probably reached too far. He probably pushed too hard. He probably mm. pressed his luck. Um, you know, was was on on the tipping point, and instead of playing cautiously, he uh, he encouraged everybody to go forward, and and it didn't work out. And I I'm, I can't think of I can't put my finger on a point in our game, but I feel like there was there. Yeah, when when Fox got captured um because jeb was like fox has got this you know i i I don't need to worry about covering the option that fox might fail like that was kind of off brand for him he normally hangs around and makes sure everybody's like like that there's nothing that can go wrong before he beats feet he was like nah i'm gonna go fox can take care of this and it ended up not working out and yeah, I think that was like Ooh. like a bit of a bit of his hubris, and n- not that it was like his fault that like Fox fell through or anything, but I think that he would like blame himself for that, um, because he you know didn't do everything that he that he could have. <clears throat> um, I just want to bring up what Belly just said. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know, there's that. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Belly. <laughs> uh, for the podcast listeners. Um, Belly, our our perfect viewer who always comes in with like on point comments, has said, uh, "What about the time he uh, <coughs> got someone killed, uh, his daughter, <coughs> too soon?" Yeah, yeah, there was that too, and uh, that was a bit of his hubris as well. You know, thinking that you know that everything's gonna be all right, and that you know there's there's nothing you can't make it through, and um, ended up paying a, a pretty dear price for that. Which is probably why he's uh, 
so adamant about covering all of the angles and trying to be prepared for every possible scenario. But then he gets comfortable, gets you know familiar and everything, and you know does it again. Let's let's it slip, and then now look what happens. And uh, I just want to say I like the full circle (laughs) where I started off saying you know like you know Fox is has that exact mentality of you know nothing can go wrong everything turns out right (laughs) Jeb's like I've learned that that's not true and every time I think that it fails and I'm wiser for that and Fox is just like the dichotomy though is that he's not because he's he's totally like let's just do it guys it always works out you know like <laughs> let's, you know, let's jump down you know let, let's let's just keep running let's just like another fireball <laughs> i got spell slots it's okay that's, and what's that's what's funny better. about all that is that now at this point it's worked out so many times that alan trusts jeb when jeb <laughs> says these things is that gonna be our group's downfall like but yeah, it's like this it's like this this these two battling sides in, inside of him it's like you know we have done the impossible but the times that you know there have been times that i've pushed and there's been calamity so it's like you know do i do i or don't i don't know it's 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 interesting it's you know there's we gonna have, be a oh go ahead trevor we have alan with jeb and then like basically the way we've been playing with zoth and fox it's like zoth just trust fox and you you don't ask questions because questions are are uh how you get into the trouble I, I do want to say I'm looking forward like a perfect moment for our group, right? Would been when that hubris is tested, right? For the entire group. Like we get down and the sun is right there for the taking. We are so close to the sun. Mm-hmm. And we got to either make the chance of like, no, our wings are going to melt or we're going to go for it. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's I, an Icarus I was legitimately analogy. concerned during the, um, the mansion episode when we were infiltrating the mansion and everything like at first it was fine but like then then stuff started happening and i was legitimately worried for us then it started going down yeah i legitimately think that every time we succeed it's just setting us up for fail it's like oh no we did something (laughs) impossible and stupid and cool and it worked now we have less reason to not do something impossible again in the future and it's gonna bite us in the butt I was also I mean, worried. Maybe this campaign is a tragedy. Like, maybe. <laughs> like, this we is the real reason why this. Josh lets us get away with stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, by the end of it, like, we get so close and then we fail, and then that's Winged Badger Tavern. <laughs> He's just going to build us up until he tears us down. It's just a metaphor for real life. I was also life, very guys. concerned during the finale. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was too. I thought Alan was going to die. He, he practically did like th- how many times? <laughs> many times. Oh, many times. All right, Zoth. Last pull. <sighs> let's let's roll. Uh, we already got four, right? Did we? Yes, I, that was my first one. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm gonna re-roll then. I got a natural twenty. Ooh. I'll Whoa. take twenty this time instead yeah, of twenty. Yeah, do that. Ooh. Um. You pulled the judgment card. Ooh. Judgment. A ball of holy light. Dan- oh, wait, no, no, that's sorry. That's the battle effect of the game that I pulled this from. Never mind, that's not the question. Fate can be cruel. If you could only save one person from the flames of a battle, who would it be? That's tough. Yeah, that is tough. That's really save. tough. Only save one person? 
you could only save one person from the flames of a battle, who would it be? Um, I'm, I'm stuck between two two. I'm people. just going to tell you right now. The answer is Foxes. Yeah, the answer is If this was Foxes, this is, this is the hardest question in the in the deck. I'm sure uh, none of you would be the answer if this is Fox's question. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. It's, we uh, know that. Yeah, we know. Maybe um, yeah. It's we either. <laughs> It would probably be uh, Fox, yeah, or um, I gotta pick one, only yeah. one, or the Avatar. I'm just, I'm just, just thinking out loud here. Mm, gotta pick one. Um, probably, probably Fox. He's just has the whoa spent the longest amount of time with Fox, and so he's just closest with him. Fox would not do the same. I know. <laughs> Unless you were the only one, then he would totally do it. <laughs> no, we're talking about big endgame final battle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. He'd probably say Fox. He'd pull Fox. Wow, that's really cool. That's, uh, wow. that's a, a pretty deep bond that he's, uh, that he's developed with, with Fox. I, I don't think Fox, Fox understands how, that. No. Yeah, realizes <laughs> yeah. How, how much Zoth cares about him. Mm. Is that, they've just spent so much time together. Is this a tragedy? Like you said, is this going to be the <laughs> moment where Zoth dies to protect Fox and Fox finally realizes how much Zoth cared for him? Now, that's not necessarily a tragedy. If Fox still lives on, that's a great character arc. <laughs> <laughs> a tragedy can still have a great character arc. <laughs> um, I think it, w it would be Fox. Uh, unless the avatars would play, he might save... Um, the what is it? Avatar of Kalinor is that? Um, it's K. K. Yeah, maybe K, but he has hasn't met K yet. So, although funnily enough, K is also characterized by Matt. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you, Do you have a secret to tell me, Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> and, oh wow, what a dirty secret! Trevor would save you from a fire if given the chance. <laughs> oh man, that's Scandalous. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? How treacherous! Good answers, guys. Wow, that was that was a really fun segment, man. I really liked. Uh, I like that. Like, that I like fun. talking about our characters, but I kind of like having that question posed uh, around it to kind of like frame and structure. That, that was. Really oh no! Good. I think that's a good way to get to know your character. Yeah. Why? Yeah. That was a really good idea. Like, oh, yeah. that's a plus on that. I actually built that for my my Thursday night game, like my Thursday nice. night crew. Nice. I have not put them through that yet. So if you guys are on here watching, look forward to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, be prepared. <laughs> be prepared oh. to, to cry and talk about <laughs> apparently answer a lot of questions apparently about battles. Um, yeah. All right. So this uh, this now brings us to the time of the show where where Larry will sing a silly song. Skibbity doo da, skibbity day. We're gonna we're gonna. No VeggieTales fans in the in the voice chat. I, I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. I'm a huge VeggieTales fan. I was looking at my notes. I said. I said. You said. Now is the time of the show. I said. Where Larry will sing. Oh, a, a silly, silly song. song. Absolutely, man. So we are going to move to a little a little Team role building. play session. Whoa. We we find ourselves at the four guys uh, headquarters, where Zal has locked all of our characters in the boardroom for a night of essential exercises to perform. That's right. <laughs> it's team building night at the Wing Badger nice. Tavern. 
Woo! Uh, so the first Let's activity go. that we're going to do is we are going to establish a code of conduct. Um, mm. So let me let me get into my let me get into Zal's uh, into into Jeb's voice. So hey guys, um, business business stuff. Zal said that we needed to uh, you know hang out in here and uh, and like become a better team. Like I don't think she realizes all the stuff that we've been in through. But uh, hey man, you we're know, a great team. Yeah, I mean that's what I told her. But she was like, you know, these this is like a tried and true proven method, um, or blah 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 blah. All the mercenary cores that she's trained. Yeah, uh, Jeb. Yeah. Why? Why is the door locked? Oh, uh, because she said we're not allowed out until we're done. What? So anyway, on that note, I mean, she to, said it to was be like fair, we have been trapped in worse places than this board. That is absolutely true. So she said the first thing snacks? first thing we need to do, I'm gonna read the instructions. She gave Jed pulls out like some little cards. And he's like, Alright, so first we're going to write down the uh, the words meaningful and pleasant. And so he like writes them down on this little chalkboard. Meaningful and pleasant. Um, and then I will ask everyone in the group what makes this little get together meaningful and pleasant. And I'm supposed to write down all of your suggestions on here. So, Zoth, uh, yeah, what man. what makes what's gonna what's gonna make our our little exercises pleasant to you? Uh, just just keeping a positive attitude and um, doing our best, man. You know, we'll just vibe together. We'll hang out. We'll we'll tackle this like any other problem we tackle, and we'll make it out for the better. Did you honestly need to ask Zoth? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did because she put it on there. Oh, oh. I mean, am I wrong? So these are going to be the rules for tonight, essentially. So if somebody doesn't have a positive attitude, we get to like call them out on. Yeah, man. Um, Interesting. Yeah, you got to approach every situation with a positive attitude. Okay, okay. Um, so so what's going to help us make uh, make our exercises uh, meaningful tonight? Oh, I've got one. Yeah, hit me. I'm going to practice my lock picking. all right practice lock picking i'll i'll just be over over here what if it's magic um actually uh fox uh, you're supposed to be over here with us and if you're doing what i think you're doing that's not a very positive attitude my dude well, he said it with a positive uh, intention. So no, I'm, I'm, I'm positive. Don't worry about it. I can't. I can't I, hear no, you. Fox, you're surprisingly Fox, too, you're too far, far away, away in this small room. Yeah. <laughs> Jim stops casting silence. What was that? <laughs> All right, fine. I'll come back to the table. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to erase that. Uh, what, well, so it seems, Fox, like you might not be interested in doing this and would rather do something else. So what's something that we could do to make sure that this is meaningful to you? Um, that it ends as quickly as possible. Quickly as possible. Oh, we get there we go. Well, man, if we get through all the activities with a positive attitude, it'll end quicker than us bickering about people having negative attitudes, man. And I had a show planned tonight. I was going to scam. So I give so many people a nice show. A nice Which show? Which act were you going to perform? I don't believe I've seen your performance. You, you remember the Golden Goose dance? Yeah, man. Yeah, it was going to be a good night. You could still do it. 
I'm sure Jeb and Alan would love to see the Golden Goose dance. Yes, I'm, this is true. I'm supposed I, to I get answers to from everybody on this, but I don't want to. So I think we're going to stick with positive attitude and quick. Um, well, I, I would like to say that um, it. I, I think that this will be uh, pleasant because we have solved much more dire puzzles and gone through much more deadly circumstances than these and i think it will be pleasant to enjoy uh some some fun activities without any pressure of death so enjoy ourselves time nah man yeah i can't we had great times back at the village you know remember the stockwood festival let's not bring up the stockwood festival did you guys run out of wood or something no, 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 no. It's a big festival that took place in the woods, and uh, and nothing happened, and everybody no, no, no. had a good oh, wait, time. Wait, wait. I know you guys. No, plenty of Did things. Did nothing happen. happened, or you do you just not remember anything happened? Because there's a difference. <laughs> uh, well, I remember, but um, there are a lot of people who had attendance who probably don't. Uh, well, in the spirit of making this uh, a meaningful first step of our first team building exercise, let's keep it quick. And move on to the next one. So, remember, okay. positive attitudes. Don't forget to enjoy ourselves. And we're going to keep it quick. This I'm is going to move us to our time. first exercise. And Jeb, like, shuffles his little cards. Uh, the trust fall. Uh, Alright, Jeb, turn around. <laughs> As Fox takes the cards away from him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you got this. Uh, just go ahead and uh, you, fall right into my hands. I also am like right next to him with my arms outstretched too. All right, so so Jeb climbs up onto the little platform that Zal has put up there, and uh, and he's ready to. Like, what 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 oh, am I doing oh, up oh, here? I haven't we, read this card we, yet. What's going on? Are we all catching him or? Oh, you've never yeah. had a trust fall. Oh, this was common exercise back at the back at the village. You remember Zoth, right? We did this all the time, man. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. All right. And so the way this is going to work... So, Alan, come here. This is Wash. Uh, okay. Mechanics-wise, I'm going to roll a d20, and I'm going to subtract my charisma score from it. That's right. You're going to need your character sheets, ladies and gentlemen. I've got to pull up my character sheet. So Zoth will 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 Zoth will stand to the, the right of Fox and position Alan across from him and just instruct him to hold out his arms and... Uh, yeah, man, we're we're just gonna hold out our arms and we're we're gonna catch them. It's to show that you're yeah. you can trust us and that I don't we think can I trust you guys. It. I mean, I do. Well, you just I don't know. Man. Okay, so what you're gonna I'm gonna do is I'm gonna roll a d20 and I'm gonna subtract my charisma from it. Um, technically, this is adding my charisma to it as like a force of will, but that number that shows up or that the result is is going to be the DC for your guys' roll. And so Ooh. one of you is going to be the primary catcher. You're going to roll a d20, and then everybody's going to add their strength to it. Their, like, strength modifier? Yes. But I'm I'm rolling the dc because I'm trying to determine how much I'm going to panic and flail around. So that's going gotcha. to be my size. So I rolled an 8 hmm. minus 1. So that means you guys have to be... This is a dc of 7. So Zoth has a minus one to strength. Minus plus three. And uh, you know what? I have a plus one. Am I stronger than Zoth? Yeah. Apparently. He's big bone, so but he's not big have, muscled. So it's you just have a plus three, whoever rolls it. 
All right, I'm gonna. You I, know it what? seemed. I was to say it seemed as though Fox, Fox was taking charge. So yeah, I got you. Eighteen. Nice. Plus three. So Jeb's like, <laughs> and they like falls off on the end, and uh, it's whoa, that was much taller. Yeah, yeah. Than... See, no, there was no problem. No problem. We got you, man. That's, that's you can fact, trust I, us. I, I so believe bad. you're. Fi- you're I believe you're higher off the ground now than you would be standing up. <laughs> Alan will say as they put you down. I, I do enjoy, um, you know, watching from your shoulder, shoulder height, Alan. It uh, gives me a new perspective it, on the world. I'm sure it is. I and then Alan will like crouch down to try to get to your height, but I don't know if he can. That's kind of insulting <laughs> when your butt is higher than your head to get down to my height, man. Uh, well, it's. I mean, I just, I just don't see the world right. from this perspective. You know very what? Often. I will go. That. Next. Zoth will take point on this one. <laughs> I will go next. Alright. Um, so I just rolled a 9 and you said subtract my charisma modifier? Subtract your charisma. Alright, that is minus uh, 4. That's a 5. Nice. DC of 5. Um, I'm just going to hop up on the table and and shapeshift into um, a minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> For the perfect intimidation. No, no, your charisma has added, like, by subtracting it, it has made the DC easier for us. Oh, I know, so, yeah, I know. You are as cool as a cucumber. T-posing. At the last minute, at the last minute, I will shapeshift back into my normal self. <laughs> I rolled an 8 minus 1, so 7, plus Alan's 3, plus or minus Jeb's mod. Oh, I have no mod. Okay, so 10. Oh, nice. barely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, man, you so split. What, what the? Oh. Ah, you. I got you. Ah, I got look him. at you. I almost crushed you, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Zoff will go up next. It is funny that uh, in the way that we are doing this, Jeb, Jeb trying to catch would just be kind of a last line of defense. <laughs> I just imagine Jeb with his hands like fully up above his head and <laughs> just like trying to help in any way. Is Zoth going next? Yeah. So Zoth Alan will, will take Alan will take points on this one. Pat um, Alan on the back. You got this, Alan. Oh. This is uh, much more tame than the military team building exercises uh, that we Zoth did. Zoth rolled an eighteen with a zero charisma mod. Oh no! It's the pot. <laughs> oh, it's Zoth, you were supposed to take the pot off, Zoth. <laughs> so plus three from Alan, plus one from. So it's a plus four. Yeah, it's a plus four. Yes. Okay. Uh, Alan, get get him, Alan, get him. <laughs> Only a thirteen, guys. So, so Alan, <laughs> tell us tell us how you're panicking up there, Zoff. Are, are you sure? I don't want to crush Jeb or, or uh, Fox. I don't want to uh, yes, kill them. I, I will keep them from getting crushed. Yes, it'll be okay. I know exactly already. how this happens. I know exactly. You know how we were talking about how like Jeb is like shorter than everybody, just like holding his hands up. <laughs> So, yeah. so Alan and Fox grab the top of Zoth and the bottom of Zoth, and the pot just like lands on Jeb, just in the middle, because it's like just this big bump. <laughs> just like decks you in the face. Uh, oh, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, is everyone okay? Alan, Jeb. <laughs> Zoth will use a healing kit on on Jeb. Nobody told me people would get hurt during these exercises. I mean, usually the trust fall's not that bad. It's uh, You have to remember, it was other orcs catching us. 
Uh, you know, that that is fair. I don't think we had dirt folk involved in that. That's okay. I I appreciate it. Good job, guys. We're getting to know each Alan, other. Alan, like, takes a half step towards the table to get up, and he goes, I, I do believe that the size mismatch may be even more no, apparent if we, we do it this it. way. We got it. We're a team, Alan. Yeah. We got you. Okay. We got you. <laughs> Jeff's got it, just like a big old goose egg on his head. See, everyone's fine here after mine. You know, we're all good. It'll work out, man. Yeah, Zoth, uh, you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have to help DC me. DC twelve. Okay, I will take point. Uh, DC twelve, like I said. Okay. So that's a that's a zero modifier, right? Because you have plus one, Zoth. No, you have negative one, and Fox has plus I one, and I one. have zero. Nice. So you just have to straight get straight better than a twelve. I rolled an eleven. <laughs> Dang it, Alan! Tell us how this goes down. Alan is just too much in his own head about how the the size mismatch is just not there, and like part of the way down, he does the thing you're not supposed to do, where he kind of curls up instead of um, like laying flat, because he just he just doesn't want to hurt anybody. Like he doesn't want to. He's trying to like make his like. Do- you know, body as small as possible to not crush Maybe somebody. Maybe he does like the half turn, so he's ready to catch himself. Yeah, um, and it just still, doesn't like, work like, out. Like, like at the end, he still like has Alan's head though <laughs> to keep him from getting blunt force trauma. To oh, the Alan, you yeah. weren't supposed to move, man. You're supposed to I, just fall I, back. I'm sorry. I just, I, I just it's didn't okay, want to hurt man. anybody. Yeah, go go back up there. You didn't do it. Go back up there. <laughs> do over. Do over. Yeah, you can't. Zoth- you moved, so you know. Zoth we got you, nailed man. Jeb. That's different. I thought. I thought a core tenant of this was going quickly. Ah. Yeah, but we're enjoying ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah, we think right. Stay you positive. You can do this. Stay positive. DC, DC eight this time. Yeah. Owlin. 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 This time it's totally Zoth's fault. Like, not Al- Alan does everything just fine. I'm like waiting for Zoth to put his hands out. I'm looking at Alan. I didn't realize Zoth is like scratching no, 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 his no, face no, no. or something. No, 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 this is what's happened. Zoth is like, Alan, Alan, Alan. And like, and Alan, Alan falls. just falls straight down like, while you guys are chanting. <laughs> just crushes Jeb. We, we Jeb were ready. Yet. We, were, we were ready. Yet. <laughs> Oh, good uh, job, Alan. We're sorry. It's uh, Alan's got the Alan's wind is knocked out of him. He's like, ah. yeah, you breathe, 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 buddy. You got it. You oh, just gotta breathe, breathe. Third time's a charm. You- Come on, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> we got this. We've never failed yet. We're unstoppable. <laughs> I think we're good, man. Alan just starts pointing to the next table over, like, let's do, you know what? Let's do the next thing. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, Alan fell properly that time, so I, I think that was more on. You know what? It's fair. Uh, yeah, you know, half on we the already, first one. We've already done the ultimate trust fall, too, guys. You know, we fell a mile off a cliff. That's... I think. What? What? What's the more? You know what? Trust oh yeah, why do we even do this? We we already passed with flying colors. You Way know, to we, stay we, positive, we... Zoth. Way to stay positive. All right, we, exactly. we had the credits. <laughs> All right, so Jeff pushes the stuff out of the way, and we uh, flip through his cards. Our next one is campfire stories. Campfire stories. Yeah, I animated this myself. You like it? <sighs> Ooh, it looks good. That is awesome. 
I love it. I do you love it? I love it. All right. So for this one, our best campfire story. So for this one, we're going to uh, we're gonna we're gonna write some words down here. Jeb like wheels over like a slate board. We're we're gonna write some words, um, and uh, and then each of us are going to pick one of these uh, to like tell a story about ourselves. So like. Like hmm. if you remember, like if we could, we could put like uh, your 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 first time um, swinging a sword, or like uh, I don't know, um, something like that. Okay. Very so nice. you might get your own word, but you might not. We're, we'll just kind of like divvy them out. Okay. 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 Let me write something down. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna write one here. Um, all right. All right. First kiss. Um, hmm. <laughs> Ooh, are, are we, first are we book. reading them out loud? Okay, okay. Um, first day on the quote-unquote job. Ooh, like like your first job ever. Yes. Ooh, nice. Uh, first book. First book. The most interesting fact you know. Ooh, I like that one. Well, that doesn't really tell. It would have to be like about your story, though. Right? Like, oh, interesting. Maybe it could be like how you learned that most interesting fact. The, the most, the time you learned the most about life. Ooh, time. Most learned life. Uh, there you go. Okay. I'm I'm sorry. It's a it's no, a, bit it's of a long it's prompt. Good, it's good. I I'm, I mostly write my spells in shorthand. I don't do a lot of you know long form writing, or at least I'm out of practice ever since I've been doing with this. All right. So, uh, who wants to go first? I will, man. All right, Zoth. Take your take your pick. What is it? D four. No, take your pick. Whichever one you want. Oh, just take my pick. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um. We'll do uh, my first job, man. First job. Zoth's first job. I remember that day. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm ready. Anyways, um, Jeff cozies up. <laughs> it, was, it was a mostly normal day. All the York kids were out playing soldier or whatever, you know, pretending to fight each other. And Zoth was, like, stumbling around to barely uh, pick up a sword, pick up those wooden swords and, like, just like running back and forth, he was always like the last one to run. Man, that's and, got uh, brutal too. Yeah, yeah. So everyone just just kept kept laughing at me and everything, and I just just threw the sword down and and ran to the library where I knew I could do something. And uh, the librarian, um, Mister Drake, uh, he was a. Uh, kind enough to to say hey you know i I noticed that you're you're not doing so well out there maybe maybe you could come work for me and that way you know you have a reason not to be there and you won't be uh picked on as much maybe Um, you can stop being a burden on society and and, uh so yeah i I started working at the library (laughs) hey hey we're we're supposed to keep this positive box supposed to keep this positive i'm sorry 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 for started working with Mr. Drake as, as at the library, so I would help him like organize the books. I'd help him put them away. 
uh, help customers out, find books. Um, but yeah, that was that was my first job, being like a librarian's assistant. Was that like your first introduction to the legit holy text? Did you like find that at the library there? I did. Wow, so that's like where most of like like it all started then, huh? Yeah, man, it's been a wild journey. But like a lot of people in town were very religious, so we had there were lots sure, of copies sure. around. Yeah. That's how uh, Zoth became the most annoying person I know. I, I, I mean, I think, I think one of my most valued companions that I know. I think there are way worse religious people back at home. Oh, a great debt to Mr. Great. Yeah. Yes, I think that's a good way to look at it. Who's next? I'll go next. Let's see. What can we do? You know what? The time I learned something. All right, I'll take that one. So, you know, funny enough, it also deals with my childhood in the same village. Though I don't think I, uh, we didn't really know each other very well back then, me and Zoth. Um, we but, knew of each other. Yeah, you know how it goes. So, you know, way back when, you know, raised by my parents, Calnor and all that, you know, vibing, checking out the vibe. You were raised? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're keeping it positive. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had parents. That's good to know. They were lovely people. I still don't know what they look like, though. <laughs> you know, nobody does. Wait, so 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 you have parents? I mean, I don't I don't mean to sound weird or anything, but you know, you're a changeling. I didn't know if there was like some magical origins or something like that. But so you like you actually have parents? That's cool. That's a good. Changelings I mean, I, I know. have. Oh my goodness! Oh, uh, all right. Nope, we're gonna not get into that. I didn't uh, mean yes, anything. Bad. I was like, I don't know. I mean, you gotta. You, hey, you gotta admit, Fox, you are unique. I mean, I, I can see where you're coming from. Okay. But like, trust me, we're we reproduce the same way. Okay, cool, cool, good to know. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, I was raised by my parents, you know, and it was very vibe this, vibe that. And I think one of the most important things I ever learned was not everything is about Kelnor. You see, when I was probably at this point uh 10 years old i was running around you know messing with the kids we used to play this whole like hide and seek thing right except you had to like kind of like chase the other person um and man did they hate when i was at you know i'd, I'd shape shift into something crazy and chase after them scare everybody so it was it was always a good time um but you know, uh, I think one day we were out playing in the in the forest out by the village, and I think I was the one hiding. Yeah, I was the one hiding, and I didn't know where I was. I, like all of a sudden, I was lost in the woods, right? And you know, I'm thinking to myself. Parents always tell me, "Good vibes, good vibes, right? You have good vibes. Kelnor will be there for you. You know, always be chill. Good vibes." And then I got attacked by a wolf. And 
I'm like, you know what? It's 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 fine. I can survive this. That I wouldn't just be gotta... my response. I would be like, good kill, nor <laughs> there's a wolf. Ah. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I I was running, and as I'm running, I'm like. Kelnor's gonna help me out. Kelnor's gonna help me out in some way. I'm, I'm gonna get out of this, right? I just gotta keep running. It's gonna be fine. And then I got tackled down to the ground by this wolf, right? And as it's gaping maw, I'm holding it back with my little 10-year-old hands the best I can, right? And it's snapping at me in the face. Drool all over, right? Disgusting. And I'm, I'm, this my ten year old self. I'm like, I'm gonna die here, and and I don't think that was an exaggeration. When an arrow flew, and hit the wolf, and it turned out it was one of the travelers who was staying at our village that saved me. See, Kalnor helped you, man. No, 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 no. This ain't a man of Kalnor. Kalnor didn't do. All right. And do what you this man got choked up there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do anything, okay? Kelnor oh. didn't do anything. Yeah, Kelnor sent the man, man. No. This man hated our village, all right? The only reason why he was here is because his wife had ran off and he thought maybe she had run off to, as he liked to call it, our hippie commune, all right? But no, he saved my life, and he hated Kelnor. So, but man. he was still able of doing good things, right? And he was still able to help people and make something of his life, and not be, you know, bad vibes. And I started thinking to myself, maybe this whole thing that Kelnor is always the ones with the good vibes and all that is. I don't know. Hey, everyone can have good vibes regardless of religious affiliation. I, I, I did not ask. I am telling the story of this <laughs> campfire. I will not be uh, uh, lectured by you at this moment. All right. Zoth. Just I've, trying to I, help I, you provide insight. I'm just saying that taught me that Kelnor is not everything and neither are the gods. All right, that we do things ourselves down here, no matter what. Okay, we make our own fate, and so that's what I learned on that day. That sounds very formative. Yeah, this explains a lot. Anyway, just somebody else go already. Well, I, I won't. I won't speak for you, Owlin, but I feel like the last two questions have obvious uh, owners. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, uh, I don't know if that's necessarily well, the case. I didn't but want to speak I mean, for I, you. I, I can defer to you <laughs> no, for you, you. You may go, you go first. Go right ahead. No, I mean, I you, will. You may as well go. Flip a coin. I'll flip a wingle digit and neither of you decide. Um, heads, Alan, tails, me. Tails. Okay. Well, hey, well, there we go. I'm taking the smooch story. <laughs> you know yeah, what they I say? Where Jeff is going. A, a gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. So, Alan, you can tell Alan is a little bit relieved by this. <laughs> by <the way. laughs> 
It says oh, it's out of a slightly louder than necessary sigh. So, I mean, let me tell you guys the time old Jeb first met uh, first met his uh, his lady Holly. Um, Ooh, do pray tell, Jeb. Do pray tell. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's been a while ago, but um, you guys might not know this, but uh, I used to live on the surface. Very, yes. very near the surface. Um, wow. I'm. Uh, well, I mean, no, it's it's not that great, but uh, you know, it, it's true. Um, I mean, nothing's wrong with living on this or near the surface. Well, in in my society, the 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 deeper you are, the closer you are to God, and uh, and so the deeper, the better. Um, and and so us poor folk end up being. On out on the outer edges of the strands and up near the surface, and uh, I used to uh, I used to uh, to cut and, and haul timber. Uh, you know, we we need there's plenty of places that buy timber in town and whatnot, and people generally don't like being up on the surface. You know, messes with your eyes. It's really uh, you know it's bright. It, it's well it's it's bright but it's also like it's it's a kind of manual labor that our bodies aren't really built for so it, it takes like a special kind of gumption but i used to be really uh really uh, yeah like a low on the totem pole kind of guy still kind of am um but anyway ah, i was Jeff, uh, you're great i was out uh i was out picking up a, a load of, of timber and getting it all set up on on my cart and uh man there she was she was she was uh walking through some some of the flowers in the field nearby and boy she just i don't know some something about her captivated me the the i i kind of got kind of got lost in her eyes for so long that one of my buddies he was just like tapping me on the shoulder he was like jib you've been holding on to that log for 5 minutes you know like like what's going on <laughs> it ain't break time um and uh yeah man she was she's was as, as pretty as a platoon and uh and and had a a grace and elegance to her that that you just didn't see in surface folk you know she she looked like like she was royalty she held herself with uh and with with an air of of, of importance and 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 I, I knew right then I was like, I, I got to do whatever I can to uh, to to meet her and to, and to get to know her. And uh, I it was the dumbest thing. I I I, I he, my buddy was saying, you know, like you're like you're just you know you're sitting there, and I was like, oh, kind of snapping me out of it. And I just like started walking away. He was like, "Where are you going?" I was like, "I got to take care of something." And so I started mm-hmm. walking towards her, and uh, and I picked up a flower just like on the way, and uh, and I said, "Howdy, ma'am. My name's Jebediah Peppermint, and uh, this is for you. I think you're I think you're mighty beautiful, and I'd like to get to know you." It was as simple as as anything and everything. My my and heart that was worked. well. Uh, no. Uh, she kind of turned her nose <laughs> up at me and uh and uh was like you know who is this dirty little punk with uh you know 
with overalls coming over here, you know, with a with a flower obviously picked from the field that she's walking in. You know, like come on. Um Is dirty a compliment for you? Well, I mean, it wasn't dirt dirt. It was like grass stains and you know, stuff uh, like that. Um but she was she was obviously there doing doing some apothecary work or something, you know, gathering ingredients. But but she was like, you know, who in the world is this? It took some time. It took some time. But we finally got to know each other and spend some time with each other and uh and yeah, one night I one night I I brought her like when we started, you know, courting. I brought her back to that place. It was it was night, so it was like easier on the eyes. Um, she was easy on the eyes because it was the full moon. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I brought her back to that exact same place, and uh, and I asked her, you know, what she was what she was thinking when when this old fool came walking up with a flower he picked from like five feet away from her, you know, asking to get to know her, and uh, she told me that. Uh, I, what was it that she said? She said that it was quite audacious of you, but I knew there was something in you that I liked. And I wanted Ooh. you to, I wanted you to fight for me. Um, Ooh. Yeah. She had, Holly, she had a, she had a little yeah. fire in her. Um, yeah, and she actually kissed me. Right then and there. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. So, put an old feather in Jeb's cap that night. And, uh, <laughs> no, that's, not, that's not what I meant. I meant, like, you know, uh, we were there. <laughs> and, uh, and then I, like, I, you know, I got mm. turned down the first time, and then the second time, and when we came back, you know, that's where we, like, you know. Oh, of course, Jeb, of course. But. All right, Alan. Yeah. Um, I believe uh, the book, first book, correct? Yeah, what's the first book you ever read? Well, um, we are taught literacy at a very young age, uh, where I'm from, but the first book I really remember being engrossed in, uh... Or, or maybe a better question would be most impactful book you've read. Uh, yeah, I, I, think first I, book. I, I figured it was something along those Let's lines. Off, let him get there, let the him first get there, Zoth. real book. First real book, yeah. I would say, was... Some YA um, novel. <laughs> <laughs> when the cow jumped over the moon. Wow. Uh, no. Uh, well, when when I turned, I believe it was nine. I, no, I, maybe it was ten. I think ten was the significance of it. When when I turned ten, I was finally allowed into the great library, uh, which you guys saw the ruins of. Um, and when I was a child, it was incredible it was the most magical place to be for me and my first time i was there i was just immediately drawn to possibly the first book that i saw um i was i just ran towards it it was just on a shelf and it was on harnessing the power of lightning i don't necessarily remember the author i believe there may have been multiple authors it's i believe it was kind of you know made for well no it was actually kind of made for children um in that you know it, it takes it takes the it takes these um ideas that you know 
are very complex and distills them down for kids so that they can have a more root understanding of them um, and start and start thinking about them at an early age. And so um, it just made me start thinking about energy and magic and how science can 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 seem so magical at times and how you know the two can can intersect and can can just create things that are so amazing and so yeah i just remember that being a foundational thing for me and it led to me spending most of my time as an adolescent especially in the library i guess that sounds cool cool man that's awesome thank you well, I, it's it's quite interesting that you and I, uh, Zoth, both had foundational experiences at a library. Oh yeah, yeah, man. <sighs> we got a lot of librarians to thank. <laughs> yes, we do. Library. Jeb and Fox both had formative experiences with uh, other people. <laughs> True. Wow, very descriptive. Yes, that is a common thread. Good job, Zoth. <laughs> I had a performative experience with another person. In my story. <laughs> yes. By the way, uh, yes, you did. Did Zul uh, provide these drinks? You mean Zal? Zal? Yeah. Zul? Zal? Uh, Zoth, our... I've been drinking these drinks while we've been sitting here telling campfire stories, and I'm just saying. Yeah, like, she left us some snacks too, man. Yeah, she's pretty great. Been, I, Good hire. Fox, you're one of the of you're these. one of the owners of this company, and you don't remember the name of our own employees. We only have like five. Must be a good drink. I s- I slur the name every time, okay? I'm fair. Anyways, what's up next? Well, to round out our little campfire story, uh, we've got, she's she's got a thing here called uh, Two Truths and a Lie, where we're supposed to, like, tell two truths about ourselves and one lie, and then, like, the other folks are supposed to, uh, like, guess which is which. Okay. I've never played this game before, Um, so I'm a little unfamiliar with how how to do it. Um, I believe I played this game under different context. Oh, well, hey, how about you start then, since you're kind of like familiar with how to do it in the spirit Uh, of being quick. Okay. um, So, yeah, you just say three things and got to figure out the lie. All right. um, Let's see. uh, All right. I've uh, never shapeshifted into an octopus. I uh, didn't learn how to swim until the age of 14. Or my first pickpocket was when I was five years old. Mm. I think I know what the lie is. I believe the lie is the octopus. octopus, Same. Now, I will say I definitely tried. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's good. This is good. We're keeping it positive. We're keeping it, uh, yeah, keeping it quick. This is great. I, I managed to make five limbs. How, right. how does it that, was, I, I was guess maybe head, I don't like, want to physically know how that That's works. easy. Jeb's got it. Jeb's got it. His it. Head. That was the trick. Yeah. So I made my torso look like the head of the octopus and my head was one of the limbs. So like your neck just got really long and wobbly. Hey, yep. <laughs> So wow. you just squeeze down your weird. head. Was that so? Was that the lie? No, that was not the lie. What was the lie? I I never learned how to swim, like ever. 
Oh, I, wait. I only learned until... I remember until this being very important. Most recent. Yeah, I was about to say, this was... Was that not a, a factor um, in yeah, our no, final battle? I, I actually... Right before me and Zoth left, my parents decided that I needed to learn how to swim. Um, I depended on magic before that. Oh, wow. For, with Willow? With Willow, yeah. I depended on magic for a lot of movement and breathing and all of that. And Wow, man. I didn't know So that. if you fell into a lake, you would just have to walk to shore. Oh. <laughs> you just propelled myself using magic. It was, it was no, a good I mean time now. at the time. Oh, now? Oh, now, luckily, I know how to swim. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, I didn't learn until, like I said, right before I, you know, left with Zoth and met everybody. There was so. a great book at the library you could have read. Yeah, and you know what? I didn't. <laughs> that does know, not I'm, surprise me. I feel me. like I'm a little, a little better. We could have had another uh, a librarian to thank. It would have been the same librarian. Oh, well, there you go. We would have thanked him <laughs> twice. Yeah. Yeah, well, we already thunked him once. So once is enough, <laughs> right? <laughs> he has been thunked. <laughs> He's been thunked. <laughs> I'll go next. All right. Um, let's see. I two two things that are true and one thing that is a lie. Um, I fell asleep on a boat once. <laughs> um, <laughs> that seems to be somewhat simple. I I think I believe that. I don't. I have never gone to the bathroom in public. <laughs> you mean like in a public bathroom or like in the streets? Like in public. <laughs> I don't know how oh, else okay. to say that. Okay. Um, and let's see. Um, and I don't know... Who gave me my hat? I believe Ooh. the public urination is the is the lie. I think the boat is the lie. I mean, all right. So let me think about this. Right? <clears throat> Mathematical. <laughs> Jebediah. He's a dirt folk, right? So you think when has he been near a boat? But I, I we were in the underdark. There are. Things in the underdark. There's got to be rivers on the surface nearby, like small streams. Like, I, I just can't. I don't know. It's so fundamental the concept of a boat and sleeping on it. You know what else is fundamental? Swimming. It's true. He makes <laughs> okay. <a> point. <laughs> okay, you got me there. I'm, I'm just saying, and, and, and the whole public place. You, you can know, keep building like, your house of cards if you want to. It's fun to watch, but yeah, it it's very. Point. <laughs> it's very like a generic generic thing and then how do you tell me you don't know who gave you your hat okay so it has to be the public urination okay or public bathroom use however you're defining it because obviously it's so general it, it has to be the lie the, the, the going to the bathroom in the public one is, yes, is the lie that one you think I don't yes. know who gave me my hat wait a minute <laughs> Yeah, yes, I, I do that. believe that you don't know who gave you your hat. Oh, shoot, you're right. I, I said that backwards. <laughs> ah, okay. You need to chill out the on the juice one. boxes. 
<laughs> the hat <laughs> one has to be the lie. The hat one has to be the lie. I changed my my opinion. All right, man. And that is my final answer. It's the bathroom one. When I was a kid, I was like known for just like running out of the house and going poo out in the yard. It was kind of <laughs> embarrassing. I grew out of it, but you know what? Yeah, that that uh, interesting is quite interesting. When were you on a boat? Oh, when were well, you on a boat? That's a story for another day. But um, <laughs> yeah, I fell asleep on a boat one day, and it just like like I missed my stop, and I ended up in you know a city. That I wasn't supposed to be. Were there underground like rivers? No, it was above ground. Oh, there are underground rivers, yeah, but it was this was above. Oh, ground. you make this sound like it was a ferry. Like this was a major river. Uh, it wasn't a ferry. It was like a raft. You have to tell us one day. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, in I'm spirit not, of more in spirit of the speed aspect of our our values. Mm. Um, I I may go. Ne- I can go next if sure. if sure, Soft doesn't have anything ready. Um, okay. I still keep a shred of my platoon's banner from when I was in the military. I despise reading maps. For some reason, they just annoy (laughs) me to no end. I just, I would much prefer reading a verbal description with specific measurements. I hate deciphering scales. They just can be so inaccurate depending on the cartographer. (laughs) Anyway. um, (laughs) Initially, I was pretty sus, but the more you went into it, that one really feels like a truth. Yeah. Like, Owlin would only like to read maps that he has made because he would trust the accuracy (laughs) of them. That is that would be fair. However, um, I do not have the patience. Well, I do have the patience. I don't have. Hey, just a minute. Just a minute to it. Anyway, well, sorry. Go on. Um, <laughs> I also uh, imagine an. I, I I have an amazing idea, or what I think is an amazing idea that I would love to somehow create um, of a tablet, like a stone tablet that somehow stores more information on it than what is written on its surface. So you may you may carve something into it and then carve more into it once the space has run out of on the rock and then it will like continue to store that information. This is I just realized that this can only be proven as a truth because I'm getting very specific into it. I'm here for the energy. I love it. If I completely understood how the game works, but those are my three things. I think the first one's a lie. Yeah, I think the first one's a lie. I think the first one's a lie. I think the map one is a lie. I think you do carry a a scrap of something from your your platoon. I think the map one is a lie. The map one was a lie. I did find it funny to make up reasons as to why I wouldn't enjoy (laughs) reading a map when, in fact, I do enjoy reading maps. I think a cartographer's (laughs) skill is very interesting to see on display on a map, uh, and I think it's quite interesting Mm. that they all have different styles and that sometimes you you can tell if a cartographer has made a map. Yeah, leave it to Owlin yeah. to try to big brain it. <laughs> hey, you know, maybe your maybe your stone slate thing, you could like carve maps into it. Perhaps you could store multiple maps in it. Yeah. And you could useful. like 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 swipe up or Ooh. down or left and right. Perhaps you mean I haven't swipe. thought wouldn't you like push it? I'm not sure. I haven't thought of a complete user yeah, interface uh, a you complete would carve interface into for it. it. Your destination. 
and then and then you could the map would auto carve uh, that would be revolutionary it would take be. some of the skill and the craft out of the map making but so is it is it like using my mold earth where it like you know moves stone around or or perhaps so like, like would it like sink in or is it carving it so like Wait. as you're walking and Whoa. writing it's like dust is falling down well perhaps it the would smartest move the smartest man i know the smartest man i know and the most you uh, resourceful man i know right here right now we're on to something i can sense <laughs> it all right my my senses tell me something valuable well, is within reach. We, we can, is down, is telling we'll me. We can talk about it later. Yes. And then we'll go to research and development. For, yes, that sounds perfect. Amazing. I'm just saying, we're on to something. Definitely. All right, Zoff. Lie to All us, right, baby. Man. <laughs> um, let me think. Uh, I remember every Stockwood Festival I went to. Um... Mm, I okay. I told Kyvin something you guys don't know. Oh. Ooh. And kind of want that one to be true. Um. I. Hmm. I have never been on a boat. I believe the Stockwood Festival is a lie. Not the you festival itself, but the fact that you remember everyone. Yeah. No way. After I've seen what you did <laughs> back when I was like 15, <laughs> what you were doing? No. No way you remembered that time. Uh-uh. I feel, I feel like with as, as sober as he is at them, or at least it sounds like, there had to have been like one where he just like went hardcore and didn't remember and was like, never again. I, I will be the designated but car you know driver. What? I think we could all believe out. You know what? I I trust Zoth to have tried his best to satisfy, you know, Serpent Man. That he definitely said something that none of us know. I I definitely believe he would have tried his hardest. So I I have to go with Woodstock. Yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, you mean Stockwood? What's Woodstock? That's a, that's a weird name. That's like uh, backwards. Stock- <laughs> Why would you say a backwards festival name? I'm sorry. I'm drinking too many of these juices. Like. <laughs> Uh, They're getting to uh, the the Kyvan one is the lie. Oh, Ky- what? Really? You remember every? So you I re- do. I, I gotta you say, you remember that? I'm mildly I disappointed, but that. I respect it. I, I kind of wish that you would have told something to Kyvan that we didn't know. All right, all right. Well, okay. Wait. Well, up until tonight, you didn't. No, know. That's fair. That's right. fair. I I have to apologize to Zoth for that night then, because I'm I, you know I didn't think you would remember. I yeah I remember. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I it was funny. Do we need to go back up to camp stories because we can go back up to campfire stories. Uh, no, remember one of our <laughs> no, one no, of our no, principles no. is the oh, is the time factor. That's true. That's true. It's a story for another time, like you, Jeff. Well, the next time we're like in I the said, board, I'm meeting, sorry. board room here, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll revisit that story. Or maybe we don't. Maybe we can just leave it at an apology. Yeah. We don't have to ever bring it up again. Anyway, quick, yeah, All we right. have to go quick. Yeah. So, um, Zal. She uh, she wanted us to like have this, you know. I f- I feel like we've gotten to know each other like a whole bunch tonight. But goodness I, gracious, I agree. I feel like she knew what she was doing, but she gave us one job to do, um, and that's the the last one on the list here. We have a job. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She wants to start running a commercial. This is the hotline commercial. The yeah, the hotline commercial vibe. Um, so we're she wants us to record a commercial to play on the hotline every once in a while for uh for advertising uh four guys so if you look and jeb like hands out these little 
little cards to everybody. Um, so there's there's four roles. We all get to to, to divide up who's going to be put where. Um, the narrator is going like there's a script that she wrote up for us for the commercial, and so somebody's going to uh, talk the parts of the narrator. Um, the actor is going to read all of the the character parts. So there's like different names, but the but the a- actor needs to talk all of those. So she wanted us to use our own voices, but like I don't know why she said so. You're essentially going to have to like do my voice if it's if you're the actor. Um, and okay. then there's the foley person who's going to do like uh, ad libbing a sound and effects in between the each of the segments. So it's going to be like the narrator is going to say something, and the foley person is going to be like bum 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 or whatever. And then 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 the the actor is going to do their part, and then the foley person is going to be like bum bum bum. And then the director, um, if they don't like your line, they're going to make you do another take in like a more energetic way or <laughs> like i need more like more like more gumption or like okay but do it slower or you know something like that can i be the narrator yeah man all right all right uh you know what i'll i'll be the actor jeb what do you think you're better fitted for i i believe i could do either of these um i think you should do director okay all right, do it. Okay, does that mean I I haven't done this before, really? Do it. Does that mean I I tell you guys when to go? Yeah. So we've got our copy down here. Yeah. So if essentially when we read a line or like like when we do a take, uh, I'll kind of leave it leave it to you. If you want to do it like line by line, if you want us to like re redo our part line by line, that's cool. Or if you want us to like go through the whole thing and then let's, just be like, guys, let's do it with some more pep or some more. Sure. You know, let's. I believe let's uh let's let's run it let's do a read through once we'll run it through once. How, how close? Uh, how close do I have to hold the mic away for? The- uh, I would like, say wait, be. Yeah, you gotta gotta get uh, up close to it. Yes, I I agree. Uh, right right here is this, yes. Is that's this good for- that's oh, okay. that's perfect. Um, so let's do let's run it through once and then I'll give you guys some notes if that if that works for you. Okay. And action. In a world filled with the evilest of vibes, man. <laughs> Help. I've run completely out of treasure! Do-do-do-do! Only one team is fit for the job, man. Do you think this is a good idea? It's never worked in the past. Swing. The bravest of the brave. I'm getting very wealthy vibe from this cave. Gold sounds. I do believe that's because it's filled with treasure. Four guys... Adventures and vibes coming to a town near you. Four guys ventures and vibes now. Liable for any damages incurred, such as acid walk, property, profits, profit, good day, good up. That's all, folks. <laughs> that was great. Uh, cut, cut, cut. I think that was a wrap, right? Um, that was amazing. I believe. Uh, no, uh, uh, no, that was a, that was great for a first yeah, run through. I do believe that we want a version <laughs> of this ad that we market a lot more towards our uh old west audience if that makes sense the cowboys and and such um so let's let's do a take specifically for them i would say so this would be like the tumbleweb take yes the the tumbleweb take exactly yeah the tumbleweb take also who's responsible for the last bit in the fast fine print that's under no that's 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 fox he's the actor yeah he's doing yes okay okay all right well this is our tumbleweb take for the people of Tumbleweb, <laughs> can you channel your Tumblewebby in. And action. In a Tumbleweb filled with evil of vibes, 
Oh, dude, Lord, I say help! I run completely out of treasure! Oh, no. Only one ragtag team is fit for the job. Do you reckon this is a good idea? I reckon it's never been tried in the past. The bravest of the brave. <laughs> Guys, I'm getting a pretty good vibe this gold from this cave. I do believe that's because it's filled with the wealth intentions. Dollar dollar bills, yo. <laughs> Four guys, adventures, and vibes. Coming to a town near you. Four guys, adventures, vibes. Not liable for any damages. Encourages loss of profits. Profits. Profiting fulfillment. Limbs. Appetite. Family. Royal status. Life for fulfillment. Properties. Uh, Prets. Life. Or, <laughs> you know, that's all, folks. Cut. That was, that was amazing. I think that'll work really well with our TumbleWeb audience. Uh... I think we're going to do one more take because we also want to do this, uh, do a version that's for our, uh, our, shall we say, our, no, our younger audience, Mm. you know, like the, 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 you know, so they, they think they're hip, they're hip, they're cool. Uh, Do you have a list of hip phrases? I am not up to date on those. Like totally, I do. They're like so. Uh, Yolo is a good one. Yolo. Uh, oh my gosh. O- Omg. Oh, yeah. Hashtag. Uh, uh, Four guys ventures and vibes. Like, you know, like like that. Y- y- you know the young yes, gnomes exactly. be doing these days. Yeah. I'll give it my all. Okay, I appreciate that. That's all I ask. And action. In a hashtag blessed world filled with the hashtag evilest of vibes. <laughs> oh, please! I've YOLO'd completely out of my Bitcoin! Hello, <laughs> what? Only one team can yeet away the evil. Bro, do you think, like, this is gonna go on the vine? Bro, <laughs> nobody's recorded this ever! <laughs> The, the the fleekest of the fleek. <laughs> Yo, I'm I, I, I just feeling like I'm we're gonna get so wealthy from this man. Dude, that's because hashtag treasure is in the hashtag cave, my man. Wingle digit sounds. Hashtag four guys, adventures and vibes. Come to a town near you. Four guys adventures survives, not liable for any damages incurred such as losses, profits, profits, prophetic fulfillment, limbs, appetite, family, royal status, cipher fulfillment, pets or family. Yo, cut. Perfect. That was perfect. I believe we have three amazing takes to take to the advertising agency. I think this is great. Hey, what what about the uh, what about the Spider audience? Now that we're you know we have a Spider that works for us. We could probably, hmm. she could probably use it to branch out into that audience as well. I don't speak scritch. Oh, we could do our uh, best. <laughs> it'll be, it'll I, be I, as I, non-offensive as possible, I, I'm sure. I, I'll be honest, I, I haven't really had a lot of exposure to the to this. I, I, I mean, I mean, Jeb, if you would like to to take that, they take charge of that one. I, I wouldn't be if you if you know some scritch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to do the narrator or like the? I'll, I'll do the person stuff. Yeah, okay. so it's like like the narrator's us, and then uh-huh. and then like the like the person stuff is like, yeah, like okay, like speaking in their lingo. Got it. So do you want me to to narrate? As oh, you normal? you take yeah, you narrate like normal, and uh, I'll do and the Fox, sound effects. You take the foley. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
Perfect. Should I talk any differently, or just no, just, just, just do, do your script? normal stuff, and we'll 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 put okay. subtitles under your part, and then I'll I'll yeah. Perfect. Okay. 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 Are you ready? A- and action. In a world filled with the evilest of vibes. <laughs> Only one team is fit for the job. The bravest of the brave. Four guys, adventures, and vibes coming to a town near you. <laughs> Pets for life. <laughs> <laughs> I will be on- cut. I will be honest. I have no idea whether that was a usable take or not, but uh, we can take it to our scritch audience and see what they think. <laughs> we'll pause uh, him. Uh, Jeb, you, since you know little, did I? I didn't say anything offensive, right? I just tried to make sounds. No, nah, nah. nah, you, yeah, you, that was like that was okay. like the walking in between. No, you did great. You did great. Amazing. Okay. Just want to make sure. Perfect. How does they know when we're done? Are you saying That's we're still true. recording we... the commercial right now? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not how? the commercial. Whew. We're locked in a room. How do they know when we're done? Oh, and the door magically unlocks as we uh, as we finish our recording of the hotline commercial. Guys, I picked it Thank during... Thank you so much, everybody. I picked it during for, the whole like, hanging uh, out tonight. trust fall. You know? Say so what now? <laughs> I picked it during the trust fall, but I just at this point, I was invested. So I just... Oh. <laughs> You mean we could have left this whole time? <laughs> yeah, we could have left this whole time. That's hilarious. Man. Honestly, it was worth it. I really enjoyed it. But didn't you guys have there. fun, man? Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. See, positive attitude. Positive. Every oh, yeah. situation. And whoever got the juice, man, that's what made it. <laughs> I think that that's just grape juice that's just been in here for a really long time, man. <laughs> like, I think it was here when we got the building. Oh, my. This was here since I was born. I yeah, it's like it's probably That's mostly crazy. vinegar at this point. I uh, no, wonder what. I, okay, <laughs> well, uh, anyway, I got a show go to do. Water. I got to go do a golden goose after all. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely. I can't. You guys can't miss this. Let's go. All right, let's do it. And with that, it'll be a company retreat. Our tavern talk concludes. Thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out.